This is Alt Haven's exclusive live stream of Predation. If you're eager to witness the live action firsthand, join us on Twitch every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST on twitch.tv slash Althaven. If you're savoring what you hear and want more captivating content, explore Althaven's other remarkable podcasts, like $2 Creature Feature and Pest Control. Our extensive backlog spans from the mystical realms of ghosts, werewolves, and vampires to the cosmic adventures of Star Trek and the heroic tales of superheroes. Your support is invaluable to Alt Haven, and we appreciate every moment you spend with us. Thank you for being part of our Haven. Welcome back, everyone, to Legacy of Silver Creek. I'm here with the Stream Punks as we kick off Chapter 11 for tonight. Um, this, of course, sounds like bankruptcy, but I guarantee you that only moral bankruptcy is what is taking place here. And uh, with that in mind, I'm going to go ahead and kick things off for any announcements that anyone has this evening before we jump right into our before we jump right into our game. Does anybody have anything they'd like to kick off or announce before we jump into our story for this evening? Not a wow! What the hell is going on? Okay, well, if <laughs> it feels weird, doesn't it? Are you sure? Like, hold on, I'm gonna call Bonnie. Let's see if she's got to have something to announce. <laughs> I can't I announce could. anything yet, but yeah. <laughs> you know, at least buy us some time by announcing that she doesn't have anything. I could announce time. things yeah. if you want. You could. I just feel so repetitive. That's I like, I'll take a week off. Streampunks is a website. Check it out. Um, we are actually. Oh, here's something I can tell you guys real quick. Our merch store. So our merch store has been uh, experiencing a little bit of a backlog and a bit of a problem. We're currently getting that ironed out right now, and that should be up soon. But we will keep everyone posted on our coffee, Patreon, and Discord server, uh, and Twitter as to when that is all going to be fixed. But we are aware that there is a backlog, and we've pretty much isolated what the issue is. So stay tuned. We'll have more updates about that. Okay. That is an important announcement. Uh, does anybody else have anything that they'd like to announce before, aside from me? I could, I could go for it. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Um, story loom. I'm going to be publishing uh, three chapters this month for reals this time. I only did one last month, but you can check out the, the chapter I did last month. It's called Bloodbound at the Blood Bar. And it's a shared world with my vampire universe and the choices vampire universe called Bloodbound. So uh, check that out. Also read my other stories. I'm a Pisa Lisa on Storyloom. Wait. Okay. Well, if there's nothing else, then we could probably I, get, yes, go ahead. Nothing. Go ahead. I actually have three announcements. Okay, fire away. First announcement, secret dog. Secret dog. Okay, no longer secret. Publicized dog. <laughs> secret Second, <Dazzler. laughs> Second announcement, live now on Alt Haven's YouTube, Jake and I got to interview one of the creative directors of Pathfinder at Paizo. You might say to yourself, Sam, I've seen a lot of your work, and thank you for that, by the way. I appreciate your support. But... Of those projects, I really haven't seen you do much Pathfinder stuff. And to that I say, keep your eyes peeled to we have Jake. And Jake knows lots. And Luis also knows lots about Pathfinder. And I got to find out things. We talked about dragons. That's the most important thing. The rest is commentary. So watch uh, our interview over on Altaven's YouTube uh, to find out what the heck I mean about that. And hey, you know what? While you're on YouTube, you can check out youtube.com slash at the lovely D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y and you can find out 
how the absolute heckity it is that light could evaporate water. You mean the heat from light, right, Sam? No, I don't. I mean the light part of the light evaporates water. It's wild science. It's really cool. Please go check it out. Love me some science. I have secret doggo, so I'm excited. All right. Let's jump in to the 11th episode here of Legacy of Silver Creek. Welcome back. Where we last left off was inside a place called The Estate, which is apparently some kind of organization that is responsible for keeping Earth safe from the alternate realities that exist just on the shoals of Earth itself. Guardians of the Strange, a dark energy network that creates pocket universes own individual realities that are apparently necessary sort of like the ozone of reality and protecting earth from giant carnivorous well i should say plantorivorous creatures that devour entire worlds um this came as a bit of a shock to everyone as everyone had to settle into the idea that somehow there were multiple realities out there and that you had exited your own and were now discovering more and more about the linkage between this centered earth and your earth and how they are interconnected um what you learned was pretty interesting the strange itself seems to be some kind of dark energy network uh they haven't explained how they discovered it necessarily or where that it that what they know about it just that much of it is unknowable and that it is responsible for creating these strange pocket realities they do know that they are uh you learned that this earth that you were on now is sort of the home seed of all of the different realities. If you can, the best way to explain it is like a shatter point and that the breaks and the different ripples throughout the rest of the dark energy network originate here from this earth, creating pocket realities such as your own. And that this creature, this enemy that you discovered in the and the reality in which you come from is apparently not native to there and is somehow connected to Dahlia. And when we last left off, in an attempt to get to the bottom of this, you were all taken into the brig, not as prisoners, but as an attempt to understand what is going on. You were all escorted there. Where... In the holding cell, Orega is being kept, who is the one who kind of dragged you into this. And your new quote-unquote friend, who is the head of the estate, Catherine J. Manners, has demanded to know everything you all know and wants to know specifically. And doesn't necessarily say this in an accusatory way, but has singled out Dahlia demanding to know exactly what you are and how you're connected to all of this. Um, yeah, Clover, you and J Joe did stay in the, I believe you guys decided to stay in the, in the infirmary. I'm asleep because every we were gonna nobody's gonna wake right. me up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna split the party and cause problems. That'd be great. Clover and yeah, Clover and Joe have decided to stay in the infirmary, and everyone else is down here. So we're going to pick things up where we left off down in the brig right now. The brig itself is a very tech-looking room. Each cell 
is essentially an open space with this metal ring going around the openings to where you might see normally bars in any kind of prison system. But here, of course, it's super tech. So you see a lot of force fields. Well, it's not necessarily super tech in the same way of the, uh, like a recursion being super science. In this one, though, it is highly advanced. It's more advanced than you've seen elsewhere in the estate. Everything around you guys since you've arrived has looked much more analog than what you're used to seeing where you were all from. Y'all are from a recursion that lives in super science. This recursion, or this earth apparently, is behind the times, as it were, from where you were all from. However, Brig does not look as such. This place looks like it is highly advanced. And right now, this energy field that Orega is behind has him contained down there. There's about six armed guards down here, all in their suits, and two of them are holding rifles that do not look like standard rifles from this particular era or this particular technology level. And Agent Manners has been standing here with her arms folded and is looking at Dahlia waiting for an answer. And the question was essentially asking who you are, Dahlia, and how you're connected to all of this. Now, as that question drops, Orega speaks up and answers for you. Leaning against the wall, Orega says, she has no idea what you're talking about. Which elicits a glance from Agent Manners. What he said. Scowl. <laughs> what do you say? I said, what he said. She glances back at you and then back to Orega and says, all right, what is it that you know that you're not telling us? And Orega says, all I know is, is this one here had no idea, none of us had any idea that she was somehow connected to any of this. We only discovered that when we were running away. Somebody stole my identity and I'm not happy about this. That's so maybe something. I should ask you, what do you know? Because they stole my face. What is your earliest memory? Uh, growing up as a kid, playing around in sub-lab facilities, and that's about it. She nods as she hears this, looks off to the side, and then glances back over to Orega and says, when did you meet this one? And Orega shrugs and says, we've actually never met. Um, I've only really met this one here, and points at Zach and this one here, and points <laughs> directly over to Ozzy. Only conversations I've had a chance to have so far. By the way, Ozzy, thanks for uh, following me through the gate, and sorry about having to swipe that from you. I figured yeah, we were all yeah. going to die. I didn't get a chance to apologize. Yeah, I mean, it seems kind of weird that you knew that, but you didn't know anything about this person with Dahlia's face. How'd you know we were going to die? Seems like a weird, just a guess, or? That elicits a slow turnaround of, yeah, Orega. You just see this look on Manor's face as she folds her arms and looks over at Orega and raises her eyebrow as... He just kind of looks away for a moment and says, Okay, fair point. Fair point. 
you you've got me there. Uh, so I'd like to talk about uh, an exchange here. What I get for telling you what I know. What do you say? Uh, freedom, maybe? And uh, um, let's say uh, it's partial immunity. I mean, I'm not going to try to get out of this scot-free. I understand I've done wrong. I'm going to get caught. I need to be punished. I've been a bad boy. But uh, I don't necessarily know that you have the authority to imprison me. Manners lets that linger in the air for a moment before she replies. Sorry, who is it that you think I require permission to imprison you from? Because from where I stand, she walks over to the energy field. This gives me permission. I can keep you down here until you rot away if I want to. As far as I'm concerned, you've endangered their world and ours. What, what she said. So... You're not going to cute your way out of this one, I'm afraid. Yeah, that's my thing. Uh, all right. How about uh, we'll we'll make this a little bit of a more shallow negotiation than something a little something a little less demanding, uh, but good faith on both of our parts. That really depends on the information. Uh, well, uh, well, as you know, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, I was, uh, tracking down some items to bring back for resale and, um, you know, kind of, um, Theta's from another recursion. Uh, her name's Theta by the way. And uh, she didn't steal your face. She gave you hers. You're a... You're a duplicate. Sorry if that's shocking to hear. I've... So, real quick, let me try to understand in the 30 seconds that you just spoke. Sure. You decided to shatter our reality for your profit. Well... Not just yours from the sounds of it. But I also didn't mean to permanently open a gate that was sealed. I thought that the gate once used, if the key came with me, it wouldn't be a problem. I mean, that's how inopportune gates normally work, isn't it? Right? And you see, she, she gave me her face, this person? Uh, not exactly. Uh, Theta is from a, uh, another recursion, a super science recursion, much like yours, but very different in many respects. Uh, yours takes place in this beautiful landscape of the Cretaceous period. Theta is from a place where people fly amongst the stars, spaceships and such. She's high science, super science herself. Your recursion allows her to exist within the context of the reality because she too is super science. She's a machine. An AI, a sentient uh, robot, if you want to call it something like that. 
I look at Ozzy like, you brought this guy here. Uh, hmm. uh, and from that super science recursion, what Beta found out about the planet of wars and decided, hey, I want to side with them. Uh, and wanted stuff from our reality to facilitate that. Well, I don't fully understand what her motivations are, but it is strange that she's hell-bent on retrieving the artifact itself, the, the, recur the, the key, the opposite gate key. Uh, I, it's not unheard of. I think Manners here will tell you that this is not the first time that someone who has the ability to leap through recursions and translate into other realities has tried to side with the world leaders. Or become one themselves, which is a rumor. Is that something that can actually happen? Manners looks him dead in the eyes and says, yes. That seems like a weird thing to want to do. I mean, like, Joe wants to be a bioengineer, but that's still less weird to me. What makes you want to eat worlds? Manners lets that question hang in the air. She doesn't have an answer. She looks down at the floor for a moment. But Orega takes that moment to speak up and says, well, anyway, I can't speak to her motivations. All I can tell you is that she wants the thing as badly as I do. And, um, well, now she doesn't get to have it because we're here. So you're welcome. I've gotten it out of her reach. Did you have a buyer lined up? I did. And I knew this question was coming up. Good, then you're prepared when I ask, who? Uh, yeah, this is where it gets difficult for me. Um, see, I didn't know that Theta was going to be in this recursion. I mean, I knew she wanted the thing, but I didn't know she wanted it so bad that she would actually translate, or that she could translate into this recursion. I, I don't know. I thought. Um, I thought maybe some of her underlings. <sighs> anyway, the buyer in question. When Theta revealed herself, I think I should go on the record here and say that uh, I think it's possible my buyer might be working for her. Might be a, an ally of Theta here on Earth. Then their coordination is poor. Yes, I, I, I myself am confused as to why she would line up a buyer and then come for it herself, but um, here we are. I didn't stick around to ask why this was happening, or why she would have grown so impatient or have blown her cover. I have no idea. I have suspicions, though. And I think you might be why her hand was forced. And he looks directly at you, Dahlia. Because, um... Well, you're a clone of hers. You are a duplicate of her. And 
you are. And then cutting him off and finishing his sentence, Manners says, quickened. She created a duplicate of herself and you became quickened. She glances over at you, Dahlia. Somehow, you became your own person aware of the strange. How is that possible? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of strange myself. I, I just, I'm my own person. I have my own feelings, my own, my own life to get back to. So if you don't mind, I'd like to just like go back to not knowing about any of this. Can't help you there, I'm afraid. But getting you back home, that we can do. But is she going to follow me around? That's something we're going to have to discuss. Because if we are sending you all back immediately, which it seems might be for the best, we cannot use the gate again. We need a plan. And you all need to be prepared. And you shouldn't be alone. We should send someone from the estate with you. This will require some planning. And you, she glances over at Orega, <laughs> you are nothing more than a recursion miner who just nearly led the planetivores to Earth because you are stupid and you are greedy. And I do have half a mind to leave you locked up here the rest of your days. We both know that that's not who I am. Don't we? What's up? If I, may, if I may interject, I kind of have an idea that maybe he can um, buy back some of your trust. You mentioned that there was a buyer and that we don't know what Theta's thing is with this equipment that she's trying to buy correct it's a good question what? she glances over at orega what does she know about what she's trying to buy your buyer and he says i don't know i was just given a name and a place the meat so what if i impersonated theta to extract information from this person that would be tricky because theta cannot exist on earth well but Theta didn't exist fully with us either. Theta was all digital and wibbly. It's also worth noting, Manners pops up and interjects, that, data, that Theta can, in fact, exist on Earth. She is also quickened. She simply... Might I ask, mm. I, I, I'm still wrapping my head around the science and nuance of it all, but what is Theta capable of? What can she do and how can we prepare ourselves to endure it? That sounds like a question for the one who's been dealing with her. And again, Manners turns back to Orega. <laughs> And says, I'm going to let them take over the questioning here and observe. And she takes a step back. 
It's their world, and you've endangered it. You've attracted this creature into their recursion, who's now threatening both of our realities. So, part of our deal will be you have to cooperate with them as well. Understood? Orega says, this is um, acceptable, yes. So, what is she capable of? I've had limited interactions with her, but I can tell you that she comes from a recursion of uh, super science much like yours. Whereas yours has sort of this uh, post-apocalyptic feel to it, being that you're all time travelers from the whatever year your original people came from. Hers is very much uh, in the present, meaning uh, your science is pulled from a future that you have not reached yet. Her science comes from the future in which she lives in. So she is a product of that time. Do you follow? She is a very powerful, sapient creature of arrogance and maliciousness. I'm not sure what her motivations are, but I know that they are somehow tied to this notion of wanting to get back at somebody in the recursion that she's from. What she's capable of, I've seen her do some pretty shocking things. Which Such is why as? I need to run. Such as? Is that what you ask? Mm-hmm. Um... Well, I've seen her phase through solid matter. I've seen her teleport at will. And she is able to change the shell of her being to form the face of anyone she wants. She can fly too, if I had to guess. And if I am to understand correctly, Dahlia is a clone of Theta. I believe so, yes. Theta is not, it's not, by the way, <laughs> this is probably a lot of shock to you, Dahlia, but um, you're not the first. You probably have sisters somewhere out there in other recursions. Theta's kind of sprinkled a little bit of who she is and all the super science recursions that she can. Of course not. Of course I'm not the special one. Well, I didn't say that. None of them are quickened. That you're here having this conversation without starting to succumb to the fact that you're on Earth is extraordinary. The only one that should be quickened is, in fact, Theta. But here you are. And I don't have an explanation for that. But if I had to guess, I'd say it might have something to do with the device. So, Dahlia, have you... Do you think that you might I don't be able to phase through matter. I don't know. Let me just try to walk into a wall and see what happens. Oh, no, I mean, I wouldn't. Okay. <sighs> you know I can't do that. No, I, I don't know until you've tried. I, you know, for science and stuff. Joe would say you'd have to do it for science. I know I haven't seen you do those things before. I just, I don't. You've done weird things before. You've known things that you couldn't have known. So I, I maybe 
there's more you can do that you just don't know that so, you can do yet. So now you believe all the stuff that I've said? I've always believed it. It's just always been a pain in my ass, Dahlia. Make me feel bad all these years. Make me feel like I'm crazy and stuff like that. Well, if someone didn't go to a forbidden science lab, we wouldn't be here. So, I mean... I was kind of right. Mm, no, see, <laughs> we were just doing research. Ozzy's the reason why we're here. Had we not had that device, we'd not get here in the first place. I will concede the point. Hey, yeah, no, totally. My fault. Anyway, does Theta have time tech? It is all super science, right? Does that include time tech? I don't think so, no. So, Theta's been interfering in our recursion for decades on decades on decades. He shrugs. I'm not entirely sure. Because uh, not... she was there or another um, <clears throat> Dahlia was there way back when the Saudi site was still functional. You gotta either have time tech or be around for a long time to have Dahlia's at, at multiple points in time. That's true. Also, your recursion is very unusual. Yeah, we're It's cool. not like any other recursion, at least, and correct me if I'm wrong, Agent Manners, but uh, Gravec is very different in that it has sort of as part of its existence, time anomalies is unlike anything I've ever seen in a recursion before. You have the ability to literally change the dynamics of the context of your own recursions. It's unique. And yet among worlds with our level of technology, we apparently have a better context thingy uh, to be a beachhead to this apparently important alleged reality. She couldn't no, do what she's doing from hers because her technology is too advanced. The super science puts her outside of context. It's you know, not you, as useful. You're bringing up a very good point, actually, and I can't help but feel like maybe someone else is not telling us everything. And he, he points over at Manners and says, yeah, I'm curious. You know, I, I know that... Theta wants this device, and I know that Gravac is very important to her, but there's clearly something being left out here. That Theta would leave her recursion and enter Gravac and spend, what, decades? Doing what? Cloning herself and trying to... Why wouldn't she just... I'm just saying, if she had a clone who was in the proximity of this device from the beginning, how did we get here? Why go through all of these machinations? Why couldn't she have just taken it? I'm curious as to what you know that you're not telling us. Manners is quiet at that for a moment and says, all right, I'll fill in some of the spaces here. Now that I know that we're all playing on the same team, for one reason or another. She looks kind of accusatory. 
at Orega and says, It has to do with your SETI site, 000E. And it has to do with Melina. And it has to do with your two of the residents of Silver Creek, Penny and Echo. Wait, if we're going to hear this, I think, I think we're going to need some of the more equipped minds for this. And I, uh, if it's okay, I think Zach's going to start to head off to get the rest of the group because all of this is going way over here. <laughs> so we'll cut to a moment with the doors being pushed open to the, uh, to the infirmary. Did, did Clover do anything well? Joe was passed out and you had to lab yourself? Uh, yeah, I think Clover would have... I think I did this uh, for... Or I declared this last session. I'm not sure mm -hmm. if I actually did it. Can I just take a look around the lab at the tech? Sure, yeah. It looks like a slightly more advanced version of a well-to-do hospital of our modern day. Mm -hmm. So, the so tech... it looks outdated to me. Uh, it, it looks slightly analog, yes. I mean, you've seen, you've seen similar things in your time uh because again recycled sati tech means a lot of y'all are having to sort of reinvent the technology but little things that are kind of quaint to you like these flat screen computer monitors mm -hmm. and that are not using holographic or hard light technologies and the fact that in order to scan someone you literally have to pull some of their biomaterial out of them <laughs> in order to get a diagnostic on them um little things like that are kind of new to you hmm. the thing that only kind of resembles tech where you are from is that the bed that joe is laying on actually has the ability to read her vitals okay so it's keeping track of her heart rate and uh her weight and everything and like oxygen intake the whole bit but that's the only thing that kind of resembles any of the tech that you guys have back in silver creek hmm. everything else feels like they just haven't made any of the breakthroughs just yet mm -hmm. okay yeah that's it that's what I would have done during that time. Okay. I think when Zach comes in, I probably actually have laid back down and closed my eyes. Okay. Tech naps. <laughs> yeah. So then you're awoken to the sound of the door being thrown open. <laughs> there, right. are there are decisions being made. And before we make them, I need someone that can boil it down for me. Can I? require can i can you assist me sure yeah uh, i gather myself i look over at joe is joe awake yeah joe will probably at the sound of of talking again you know when you like go to sleep with sound you can mm -hmm. kind of sleep through it but then as soon as it's quiet again the sound that comes back in will be like huh, whoa. <laughs> kind of a so i think she is awoken again by speaking and i think at you talking about like will you help me understand this joe kind of just like rolls over still kind of like <sighs> arms crossed and like rolls over and goes i have never felt more lost in my life but more information can't hurt probably first time for anything and she kind of will start to like wiggle herself up and off the off the bed and like like messed up like hair kind of like sticking up a little bit from the side where she was asleep and she'll kind of follow follow everybody out okay all right 
right. I'm just gonna lead them right back and try to give them uh, as, the as best as Zach understands it summary. There okay. are clothes. There's an <laughs> individual named Theta. Right. I believe they said maybe a a I, I, I'm unsure. Um, Dahlia might be able to phase through walls. We're not sure yet. Has it been tested? Um, on that test. note, <laughs> um, that's it, that's on, it. on that note, uh, <laughs> Dahlia, uh, I'll leave it to you whether you continue to try, but as you have been touching the wall quietly while no one is looking this whole time, um, you have not been able to push your hand through any of the stonework here or any of the metals here. You're kind of like gripping it a little bit and seeing if you can pass through it, but nothing seems to be happening. Yeah, just checking. Just checking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just um, gonna walk back in and all right. Let's let's try to do it from the top. <laughs> no, I think I like will understand it as much as you have explained it as if I heard it again. None of this none of this is clicking with me. And she goes and stands up next to Ozzy and goes, clones. <laughs> How can that possibly be weird for you? Like a bunch of these dinosaurs do Partha Partha Partha. Parthenorex? No, Parth... The thing where they make the more of the Parthenogenesis! That's... Okay. So how can clones be weird? I think I'm just scrambled with all the time stuff. Not times, Not even time stuff. Dimension stuff. The recursions? I, yeah, nothing makes sense anymore. Look, clones, it makes as clones. much sense as anything you have ever told me in my life. Agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I've understood I'm those like, things. Way less weird. <laughs> Didn't say it was less weird. I said it is they're more understandable to me. Proceed with your dimensional information. <laughs> Agent Manners, Director of Operations. All I can tell you is that Molina and the two citizens of your township, I suppose, Silver Creek are responsible for a, to explain this in a way that would make sense to you. They sealed the recursion after unleashing an enormous amount of energy within the recursion. It was not native to your recursion. That is all I know. That whoever has the answers as to what specifically happened, Dr. Molina will know. And Penny and Echo will know. But I think it ties into whatever it is Theta, this Theta wants. Also, I need to know if you can give me the exact coordinates of which recursion Theta is from. Oregas says, yes. She is from recursion 111804. This settles with manners for a second. She kind of ponders that and just says, I think I know which one that is, yes. That would indeed make her very dangerous and very technologically advanced. 
So all we know is that she wants the device and that she has been planting from what it sounds like she's been planting. Are there other clones of her in the Gravac recursion that you know of? They said that there were other ones previous that could be seen from previous eras of time. Well, it could have also been Theta being there. I couldn't assess whether it was Theta or whether it was a, a, a Dahlia knockoff. Uh, there's only the only way we're going to find out is by find, finding out firsthand, no. going back to Gravac. I would like to go home, please. Yes. Are we voting? Because I vote yes to go home. I think it's in everyone's best interest you all return. But I'm going to insist that the estate, for the safety of your recursion and our world, I'm going to insist that a few of our people go with you. Oh, you'd get killed. Like, really quick. Like, Zach doesn't trust me because I would get killed, and I'm from my reality. I'm just from a city. You're not from here. You're going to be dinosaur food. Tell him, Zach. They're going to be dinosaur food, right? Ozzy's right. Our recursion is fraught with danger. Everything there is to... It fights to survive. Until you can tell me that you've run along the back of a giant squid traveling near the speed of light while being shot at by pirates using Gatling gun technology, firing bolts of plasma, and attacking your mind with psionics, I'm inclined to believe that we can survive technologically advanced dinosaurs. I'm pretty sure that was supposed to sound impressive. So my vote death. is for the, the, the mind reader guy that we met. Mind reader? Yeah, don't don't worry about it. Yeah, he's really friendly. Steve. Yes. Steve, yes. You met Steve. Mm -hmm. oh, Is I, that I the end of like... that story? She looks at left and right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the end of that story. I'd like him to come along. I think he would be a good asset to our team. Steve is not a field agent. But Steve possesses abilities that would help us. Any field agent that we send into a recursion has abilities that are going to help you. Fine. Like it's, what? Depends. If we send a paradox or what seems to be the most appropriate for the mission at hand. Ms. Manager, may I ask, um, I have technology here from our world, and it has not been working here. Might I ask why? Because the technological world from which you come from does not translate to Earth. You are from a world that we call a super science recursion. Your technology is out of context here on Earth. So the reality in which you have stepped into is essentially absorbing it into our rules, our laws of physics, 
how things operate in our world. Joe leans over to Ozzy and like, like kind of like elbows goes, oh, it's like when a body rejects a cybernetic. Yeah, yeah, the graph versus okay. the, yeah. Okay, okay, I got it. Also, okay. it's just because they're they're bad at technology and we're more impressive. Yeah, the, okay. The, might, I, might I ask, would a solution to our Theta problem be bringing her here? No, because Theta is quickened. Right, the rules of this place. Quickened allows you to translate into any recursion. You have the ability to perceive and manipulate the powers of the strange. As quickened, each of you is going to develop the abilities to do this. It'll be more pronounced in a paradox like her and nods to you, Dahlia. But it will manifest in each of you one way or the other. From this moment on, you will all have the ability to manipulate realities. Our agents specialize in doing just that. Can I opt out any chance? Of course. Of manipulating realities, I can just not. That's none of my business whether you choose to do so or not. If you don't want to, then don't. But yeah, you can't- I like to understand it. It's less of- being quickened is not something we can ever shut off. You've okay. awoken to the truth. This is the way it is. If you're angry about it, you can blame this one here. And nods over to Orega. And Orega says, I'm not entirely sure this is my fault. <laughs> I still think this is triggered by something else. I, I did not awaken this one here. Uh, they were quickened. When I met them, I could tell because they were seeing me here through uh, visions when I was looking up information about the artifact and he's pointing at you, Ozzy. Yeah, one... I know, the one who's giving him the big shut up eyes. <laughs> yeah, no, this one, Ozzy. There you have it. Every recursion has its own levels of danger. Yours is a level six recursion. So we will send someone who is capable of dealing with level six dangers. Okay, I'm going to need to know about levels 1 and levels 10 in particular. I assume this goes to 10. If it goes to 7, then we're way more impressive. And by extension, Zach's more impressive. It goes to 10, yes. But, <laughs> level, but the dangers that we assign to the levels of recursions isn't always based off of what you will find when you get there. It also has to do with how difficult it is to translate into the recursion, to manipulate the recursion. From and your perspective or in general? Well, from our perspective. But what we've discovered is, is that it's translatable across the recursions. So, for example, if we sent you to a medieval recursion, depending on what's going on within that recursion, it could be actually quite difficult for all of you, as well as us. Yeah, starting with what's a medieval? Medieval would be a time period between the... Oh, it's been too long since I've studied my history. 1100s? Does that sound right? Orega says, sounds a little late to me. I think maybe 800s? Huh? Dark Ages, perhaps? Oh, yes, that would be Dark Ages. Earth's history. She turns back to you. Earth's ancient history. history. Back when we on Earth were wielding swords and forging metal armor and building castles. Our future, their past. 
Okay, but in what calendar? The 800? That's not a meaningful number. The the commuters commuters passed. Oh, commuter calendar. I never yeah. paid attention when they were trying to teach us about the commuter calendar. You don't have swords anymore? Yeah, no, Zach would eat you for breakfast. I do have swords. I I am slight I am slightly curious about the levels of danger as well. That's just the little touch <laughs> ego like like he's looking at Ozzy like thank you. <laughs> yep, the return that I'm not gonna let them on our reality. She checks her watch and just says, Whatever we're doing, if we could do this quickly. Then I suppose we're all returning back home. You still have three more hours. Shit. Good. That'll give us time to find out about recursion one 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 eight zero four and how they moved our rock, our space rock. They yeah, probably yeah, did that, that right? Oh yeah. I, somehow something something has to have been. Yeah, is that your fault too? She looks at Erica. No. No, uh, I didn't know that that had happened. I was under the impression that uh, a giant rock was going to kill all of you eventually, just the same That's, as you were all convinced yeah. of that. I didn't hear about that until I met all of you. I didn't know that was a thing that had changed. I'm still not entirely disconvinced that we are your future and past, and that is why our recursion is so strange from what I've gathered. I don't really have a full understanding, so maybe I feel like that is in, in outside of the, the strange reasons, uh, not as an adjective as the noun, uh, might be uh, even more pertinent to uh, your, your whole setup here, because if we are technically your future, uh, we also need to become your past, and so that rock not being there feels problematic in multiple directions hmm. again okay, not my expertise but people get hurt from their anyway later well, you're not going to be our future or our past you're your future and your past uh, earth has no connection to your recursion outside of the fact that you your reality was created from what is that terrible phrase that you like to use here at the estate and you hear manners just she rubs her forehead and she says <sighs> fictional leakage that one, he says with a big smile. It's rough. Gross. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I, 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 I understand that you probably know more than me. I'm not convinced yet. Um, either way, uh, possibly problematic for multiple directions. Oh yeah, for context stuff. It's bad for context stuff because if our rock doesn't hit that, that, that moves us farther out of context mm -hmm. of, 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 of this mm -hmm. earth. And that's supposed to really, really matter that Gravax like that. Yeah. So, so gotta, gotta address the space rock. Manners steeples her fingers and says, I think we're losing the thread here. Probably. What happens in your recursion is not going to matter to what happens on Earth unless it becomes disruptive to your recursion to the point where your recursion is broken down. In other words, if a rock slammed into your recursion and blew everything up, that could be, she stops and says, Alina. Energy. I suggest when you go back, you confront Melina. Absolutely not. The energy there is Abuela energy. Nah. -uh. No, no, no. 
Yeah, what do you mean by confront? I have a feeling she knows more than I do about your space rock. Just saying, if 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 we are so special that time anomalies are unique to our recursion or whatever, um, the fact that we exist because of time being strange, pardon the usage of it, I'm going to have to get used to finding other contexts for it, we don't exist if that it can a can a recursion split itself if we only exist inside that bubble because we've been talking about split timelines recently and that was i thought my threshold my limit for strangeness again apologies but um i i don't i don't know now if what happens when our the only reason we exist is because that rock hit and humanity was allowed to bloom on our earth if you say they're separate and come back and leave us there not us but predecessors royal us and if that rock doesn't hit and they never come back how does a split timeline work inside of one of your recursions she takes a deep breath reaches down and pulls out a small pack of cigarettes tucks <laughs> it away slides the cigarette into her mouth and lights she takes a deep long drag off the cigarette before she finally tilts her head back and exhales it towards the ceiling as best she can. You just see this plume of greenish, purplish, sort of clove-like smoke just emit towards the ceiling. She just says, I don't have the answers for any of those questions because I'm not native to your recursion. All I can tell you is that if that does create some sort of alternate timeline, that's going to be affected by your world and your world alone. I can tell you that the biggest danger to your recursion is if the laws of your recursion were to break down, which is the goal of a lot of those who wish to breach the barriers between Earth and the strange. If the laws of your recursion were to fall apart, if gravity suddenly was no longer written into the rules of your universe, that would be an example the laws of your recursion being changed or erased or altered somehow. The laws of reality is what it is that has kept the world eaters from devouring Earth. They cannot adapt fast enough to the different pocket realities that surround the shoals of Earth. So that means that we're kind of in new territory here. I don't know what it means for any of us if a slated event of your recursion was meant to take place and doesn't. Does it change anything? By my calculation, no. Not for the greater whole, but for your world, it could change everything. Not the laws of gravity, however. Your recursion is unique because it is constantly fluctuating in a temporal anomaly. And I'm not 100% clear if the time anomalies which you all interact with are a result of the nature of your recursion, a law of your recursion, it seems to be because there is a temporal element to your entire story. Or is it a product of the strange? In which case, your recursion is in grave danger. We don't know. Your recursion has been sealed from us for its protection this whole time. So, there's a lot of questions that need answering. But all I can say is this. 
is that written into the story, the context of where you were from, is mirrored, not surprisingly, because you exist within the shoals of the earth, which means that whatever reality you are from is going to have some kind of tie-in to ours. It would seem your, our prehistoric past is similar to where you are from, the Cretaceous period, and that in our histories, all life suffered a tragic, devastating event when an asteroid struck the Earth, leading to a chain reaction that led to the extinction of nearly 85% of all life on our planet. Similar to yours, from what I understand, except for you, it has not happened, and it sounds like it may not. What will that mean? I do not know, but I have a feeling the key to all of this is all of you. It is unheard of to encounter a group of recently quickened members of a recursion. I can't pinpoint when this happened, but if there's truth to what this one is saying, and she comes back at Orega, then it's possible that his ridiculous hypothesis that the device is somehow responsible for triggering this event, it's giving me at least an idea of why Theta wants it so badly. But there's still many questions why she wasn't able to move on this before. Who were the ones that Ozzy has been, or Dahlia has been seeing in visions? I don't have these answers. We may never have these answers. I don't know how long Theta has been playing this game in your recursion. Time passes differently often, depending on which recursion you're in. It sounds to me like Dr. Molina is the next person to question. And that's going to lead us to the next big problem we're all going to have. I cannot send you back through the opposite gate without endangering both of our worlds. So. So how did Orega get here? Uh, yes, that's going to be a topic for other discussion, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say you discovered exactly how to translate without a gate. Is that accurate? And he nods. Is, uh, yes, I found out how to translate to Gravac. And how? Gravac was kept under wraps. It's one of our greatest secrets. How did you find out how to translate to Gravac? And with a smug smile, he says, Penny and Echo told me. <clears throat> I think I have followed up as well as I, I can here. As far as I understand, your number one concern are the planivores, making sure that your Earth, your core Earth, is protected. That's partially accurate, yes. Believe it or not, Zach, I don't want anything to happen to your world either. I'm certain, because if I recall correctly, our world is one of the few special ones that are particularly blocking and protecting your earth in she, order for the planet for to get to your earth it has to come through ours first you've circled back around and made this once again solely about self-preservation but i assure you your recursion shouldn't have to suffer for what we are doing and i am interested i have an interest in making sure that you are able to go back to your lives 
I, I need you to understand, I am not making this about self-preservation. I merely am orienting myself within the situation in order for me to decide where to go. I need to understand where I am. Uh, Our world is standing in front of Earth in order for anything, the planophores, to get to Earth, to have to come through us. Our number one threat right now is Theta. Your number one threat is the Planivore. So, now that I believe I have firmly established where we are, I can tell you that these people, they will find the answers that you are looking for. They don't know how to do anything else other than look for answers even when you beg them not to. So I am not going to ask a question because I think that we have run out of them. I am simply going to make a statement, which is we know what needs to be done now. Give me my damn weapons. A smile creases the, her, the wrinkled face and she says, give this man his weapons. Yes, ma'am. One of the guards turns and strolls out of the room and says, give them all their weapons. She looks back at everyone and says, you're now all aware of us and we of you. You will be able to return here whenever you wish. You, in fact, will have the ability to translate to other recursions whenever you wish. There's no turning back. Some of you will choose not to do this. And that is completely understandable. She looks directly at you, Joe. But like it or not, one way or the other, each of you has just become something of a champion for the very reality in which you live and are the only ones that are truly capable of defending it. The estate will support you in any way we can. We have resources and the ability to give you certain advantages. Super science is not a context that we are strangers to. And there are friends we have in other recursions, much like yours, that can help. But first, we need to know what we're up against. And I need to know who this Echo and Penny really is and how it is they taught you, and she turns back to Orega, to translate to Gravec. That will be my problem. And the rest of you, we're going to try to get you back home. But that leads me to what I was about to tell you all, and this is another reason why it's good that Zack gets his weapons back. We cannot use the inopposite gate, which means we're going to have to translate you back to Gravec. There is a translation point. It's not going to be anywhere near Silver Creek. So when we send you back, it's going to be some journey to make it home. It's the best that we can do, unfortunately. Is it to the north? No. Wait. Do Silver Creek is along which river? Do you happen to remember the name of the river? And then you see, as she's asking this, waving his hand behind her is just this sort of anxiously call on me teacher orega 
And finally, he just says, the Draco split. It's called the Draco split. Oh, of course. Yes, it's to the north. Like the vision. Looks to Joe. Yeah. We didn't have Atticus then. I guess that tracks. Man, we just walked so far. I didn't walk, Atticus did, but like, it was a long time. You got really sunburnt and I don't have my sunscreen. I'm still peeling. It's been like 24 hours. <laughs> I know. I will, I, I will get us back to Silver Creek and I'll do my best to do so without us being burned. We will give you as much equipment as we can that will carry you back. Things that will work both within the context of this world and yours. For example, like, where we're sending you, you're going to need warm clothes. All right. Three more hours and your bodies will have acclimated and we can send you back. The translation is not a quick process. On average, a translation by oneself takes up to four hours. But with the help of some of our paradoxes, we can trim that time down and translate each of you in a matter of minutes. And most importantly, we'll all feel and understand what a translation truly is, as well as perhaps even learn how to do it yourselves. That's for another time. Each of you gets some rest confer with one another and if you have any other further questions you can reach me easily enough the doctor will be with you in the infirmary and you she turns back to orega you are going to tell us who your buyer was you're going to tell us any agents you know of theta that are working here on earth and we are going to go from there and he says understood she turns on a heel and as she starts to walk out he steps up close to the energy field and he says you really do have a beautiful world i'm going to miss seeing it you have good taste he shrugs i've loved dinosaurs since i was a boy i just counted my lucky stars that i was getting to go to a place that had them first time i ever saw one was in the natural history museum Dinosaur bones, skeletons everywhere, the fossils of dinosaurs. You may say goodbye to Vern, if you like. I will put up the flap. Of Vern's the here? He looks so surprised. He's, Vern is here? Kind of squeaks up. You pop out, Vern. Ha! <laughs> huh. Well, Vern, I'm glad you're getting to go back home. Do I like this person? That's for you to decide. Have I met this person? Yeah, you were you were nomming on uh you were nomming on dragonflies. That may and have a little boat ride. May have actually been a session you missed. Okay, cool. Yeah. But uh, I remember no, I remember yeah, okay. Yeah, Orega um, Orega and Orega and Ozzy definitely have a rapport, but you've not had any real interactions with him. Okay. Yeah, I just I'm like um 
my my human called on me what what's what's going on <laughs> i'll i'll put my bag up near the the field uh for for orega to see and and appreciate the superior cretaceous being i look at orega sniff 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 uh, you smell the ionization of a force field in front of you. It literally smells like you're breathing ozone. It's kind of, he smiles and says, oh, I'm really going to miss your world. Maybe, who knows? Maybe I can cut a deal. Maybe they need a thief. I could end up working for the estate. It could be my origin story. <laughs> I appreciate your assistance. If you're ever in danger of our world again, I will kill you. Thank you again for your help. Thank you for the warning. If I ever endanger your world again, I'll make sure you're nowhere nearby. I'm good with a bow. Not as good as I am at running. I mean, it's testable. It's, we, I'm just saying it's, te it's testable. It's like a <laughs> Ada couldn't catch me. You're not shooting me, he says with some pomp. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've left. I've walked. I've walked back. I've been told I'm allowed to go back we to sleep. Go, we, we should go and leave him alone. Oh, no, no. Let's keep measuring dicks in front of everyone. This is fun. This I doubt I'm going to have the opportunity to be this smug in front of anybody else who could kick my ass. So Dahlia, we'll turns, Dahlia turns around and gives him a look and says, if I ever learn those powers... I'll come get you too. That doesn't get a snapback comment from him. He just says, never my intention to endanger your world. It was a smash and grab job. and I did not know that it was going to do what it did. I'm sorry for that. Let's go, everybody. Yeah, Cretaceous meeting. Zach's still trying to figure out what measuring dicks is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're like, what is this phrase? <laughs> Medieval. Is that something they do here? What is this? <laughs> and, 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 yeah, okay. Um, all right, so you all withdraw back to the infirmary where you find uh, on racks that have been wheeled in all of your weapons under containment. Uh, as you all step into the room, one of the soldiers steps forward and enters a code, and you see this field go. <laughs> and he nods respectfully to all of you as he steps back. And all of your equipment, all of your weapons, all of it's there. And they've been very carefully organized so that everyone's, your names are up on like these digital labels that are currently glowing on each end of them. So they could track mm -hmm. exactly who had what. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> There's just this like mound of weapons that slowly gets smaller and at the end of the table. Yeah, yeah, just kind of slopes down <laughs> until you reach. <laughs> Joe goes getting no. Joe goes and gets your taser. Yeah, you just see all these. You've got a freaking solar chainsaw at the very top, and at the very end, this little taser just sitting there. And Joe just goes. <laughs> and she looks to Taz. He goes, "I snagged it when we were leaving." Um, whoa! Careful with that thing! Whoa! 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 Safety's on. <laughs> <laughs> I've triggered discipline as if, as if she has any training. Okay, that's you've read way. about trigger discipline. It's just the concierge John Wick scene with Zach over there. Literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, just how I left you. <laughs> um, you all, all give in the room. Um, when when you 
get all of your weapons, stepping into the room for a moment and then pausing in the doorway, um, you can see Dr. Nemi Watson. She pauses and says, uh, I was told that you were all going to have a, a, a sort of a meeting, but I wanted to just come in here and check to make sure. Can I get you anything? Are you hungry? Can I bring food? Is everyone feeling okay? Joe, how's your head? Are you, your oh, arm, is it okay? I'm so sleepy. I don't know how to uh, actively do a full body uh, plant, but I don't know the last time any of the people in here have eaten, so food would probably be good because I don't think anyone will ask for it, so I will. Okay. I'll see to it that uh, food is brought. Thank you. Thank you. She takes a step out and leaves you guys to it. Having equipped all his gear again, uh, Zach is just going to take a deep breath and go, uh, <clears throat> I do, I, I owe you all an apology. I have been difficult. Uh, no more difficult than me on an average day. I, <laughs> I mean. Which makes you significantly less difficult on me on even my most easygoing day. Clover. We're just kind of like that. Clover's. Uh, looks at you, Zach, and says, what do you think you've been difficult about? <laughs> you've all chased your obsessions with, which has led us to the discovery of all of this while I wanted to return you safely to Silver Creek. That is my purpose, my mission, but perhaps there, perhaps I've been too rigid in my understanding of things. I apologize. Hmm. None needed where no offense was taken, but uh, the, the notion is appreciated. Clover's like, no, I'll, I'll take the apology. Oh, yeah, okay. okay yeah. <laughs> Taken there. Um, but also, I just want to say, I think the only difficult thing is that you don't take help when it's offered oh i like that you can apologize for that that that's yes you're allowed to do that it is our way to be the shield and the shield does not ask for help but <sighs> no, i man. are you serious I'm right just, now i understand because no, like shields go together yeah right yeah and then you have a shield wall I've definitely read about those. The 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 old the 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 uh, Gay commuters history, yeah, commuters history. It was like a whole military operation. Uh, in that particular moment, in a flash of inspiration, <laughs> suddenly Joe and Ozzy remember what medieval is. <laughs> we got there. Yeah, we got there. It's not. <laughs> you, did, hey, you did Joe the ADHD did that. thing where you yeah. found your way all the way back to the answer to the problem by mm -hmm. going in a direction that just made sense to you. <laughs> no, Joe, Joe, Joe didn't forget. She just didn't know how to explain it. Right. <laughs> but we are cutting you off, and you did have more of that thought. No, it's simply the Karn are the protectors of Silver Creek, and no more, no less. I will listen to you more on this journey. Cool. I have a lot to say. You might regret that, but I also appreciate that. I'll listen to most of you About on this journey. <laughs> I knew you were going to be... I, I mean, yes, Dahlia. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you don't have to take all of our shit, too. That just feels like rolling over and taking it. 
Yeah, of course well, not. Well, I, for one, accept your apology. You have been very difficult. <laughs> Thank you for accepting my apology, That's all I'm going to say all that better. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what, though? I like your reality better than theirs, Zach. Like, I get they think they're all the realist and stuff, and I get that this estate thing is trying to help us or whatever, but... I don't like the taste of anyone thinks they're the realist. And they can say, oh, we're real too, all they like. But it just, I don't know, does it sit wrong with anyone else? It's just like, yes. how could they possibly know that they are the prime, you know? That's what I've they been saying. They can't know for sure. They can't know and anything they, for sure. Oh, there's yeah. so much we don't know. So how do they know? So how would they know? So how would they know? Are we letting their agents come back with us? Because I know they want to help, but I kind of don't want to let them. I want to study the planivore. Okay, that's a that's a sidestep of the conversation. Would you like to elaborate? <laughs> You're talking about how you don't understand how why they think they're the center of everything. I think that the planivore is just another predator, and I would love to study it. But we okay, have yes. we have a job to do. We have our recursion to protect first. But no, you're right, Zach. They kept saying they don't understand Theta's motivation. And we don't know why they would move our rock if they would move our rock. We don't, uh, they don't understand anything that's going on with them, and no one's better at learning about predators than you. They're making a lot of assumptions. They found mm -hmm. one thing that works to dissuade the predator, and that's all it seems that they're going with without exactly understanding why the planivore is. Eating. Is why does eating, anything eat? Or why. Do laws push it away? We know that it, it does, but we don't know why it does. It's the body rejecting the implant, the body rejecting the cybernetic. That's the best way I've been able to understand it at this point. It's, yes, a, it's for an the immune planivore as well. It's an autoimmune response of the universes of the recursions. It's it, it doesn't like it because it doesn't fit. And I don't know, I, I, I can't quite overlay that onto reality quite just yet. So I will just speak on the immune system of the human body and the way that it sometimes just doesn't like what you try to put in it. Um, so but that's, I, that's what I, that's the best I understand it. So where I see the plan of war as a predator, you see it as an immune response. Yeah, it just depends on which side is reacting. Is the planivore making the conscious decision to come at and attack and be predator, or is the recursion defending itself from a perceived anomaly? It could be both. But why? It could just exist that way? I don't know. So how can we use our existence as, what, a honeypot or something, trap them, and learn? Because if they're going to keep coming after us, I don't I don't want to sit there and take that. We were almost destroyed six months ago. What was that? No. Have you seen one of these things before? I mean, isn't Theta one? 
Yes, but remember that um, the vision that Steve showed me? Um, I mean, if they showed you. Well, you were standing there with me. We talked about it for a moment. It's a huge worm with gazillion sized teeth. Like, it's huge. Bigger than a dinosuchus, just for context. ST, question. Is it bigger bigger than that? Is it bigger than a dinosuchus? Yes. Dinosuchus, especially Grimscale, where you guys, Grimscale being an exceptionally large dinosuchus, is something like in the realm of 50 plus feet long, which is extraordinarily long for a dinosuchus. Uh, Planetivore is probably roughly the size of um, maybe Saturn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only slightly larger. About probably about the size of Saturn. I mean, did we have like a banana for scale though? Yeah, we, like, need a, we need a Twinkie for scale here. For and Eric, I'm making sure I, I am correlating the correct thing, right? The the which one? The, the planetivore with the with the vision that that's what I saw. Correct. You definitely saw planetivore. Yes. Uh, okay. The and to to clarify, because you would also know the difference having seen one, but uh, Theta is definitely not a planetivore. She is a magnitude less than. Planetivore is essentially a god within Strange that has the ability to literally devour an entire world. So we're just living in the fifth element world. Got it. It's fine. Yeah, it, that's actually not a bad. <laughs> that's actually not a bad comparison. Yeah. Yeah, Joe has no idea. So she's just like the, the biggest creature she's ever seen in her life, probably. So bigger, bigger, smaller than a Dinosuchus. Bigger, much. Bigger. Okay, much much bigger so like three four dinosuchus i gotta or are we really are we really about to make me want to throw up again i think we're talking level 10 danger okay it's the size of a planet okay which one um I didn't. does it matter yeah they're, they vary in scale ozzy some of them are significantly bigger than others so from the books that i've read it it looked like you know the one with like the rings around them. oh god Okay. Yeah, I might have to throw up in a little bit, but it's okay. Keep going. We're fine. I'm and good. my creator, I guess, is a little bit lower level than that. Regardless is what I'm trying to say. I don't think we can capture this thing and try to research it. I think it's going to capture us and research us. I don't think researching is uh, what it does. Based on the right. whole world leader thing, but... Fun code word. I'd be into that as a... No, there's not really company that we would need it, but it's there. So, I don't know how we could prepare for this other than going to talk to Dr. Molina. Then we go to talk to Dr. Molina. And as we're quicken now, we keep track of ourselves to see if we might develop some paradox abilities. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Dahlia's gonna split off and go sit by herself. And okay. uh, I want to attempt to do a premonition on Theta. Premonition on Theta. Okay. 
Um, so basically, I get to learn one random fact or about a creature or a location. So what I would like to learn is where's Theta. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Um, so this is, you're using premonition ability, right? Yep. Okay. So let me, so my question is, can you use premonition on someone who may not be within your current recursion? Ooh, I okay. have a feeling, I have a feeling that because you, in, in, in predation, you are called an osteon, but in the strange, that is a paradox. So like in the strange a karn would be called a vector so they have different names but they fulfill the same sort of roles roles yeah but a paradox what makes a paradox a little bit different in the strange is whereas an osteon has the ability to manipulate uh these time anomalies and use those special abilities the flavor of paradox is literally a warping of reality it's the difference between um being able to uh think of it like different schools of magic in your world you can manipulate the world of predation but as a paradox you can manipulate reality you can absolutely like you can break the rules a little bit curiously enough it allows you to do some pretty spectacular things that don't upset the balance um in this case i'm going to refer to the premonition ability despite appearances reality is quantum and non-causal, which means a careful observer can discover information leaks. You learn one random fact about a person or location that is pertinent to a topic you designate. Alternatively, you can choose to learn a creature's level. However, if you do so, you cannot learn anything else about this with a later, rev uh, you cannot learn anything else about it later with this revision. And it takes an action. So you can learn, if you want to know where she is, you can use premonition and reach out across the dark energy network of the strange and be able to find out which recursion and if she is still within Gravac. Or you can use premonition to find out how powerful she really is. You get those two ah, options. Those I know. are good options. Pretty brutal. The good news is, is you technically have two paradoxes in the party, but one of them is still coming to grips with that. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with where she's at and then try to talk to Ozzy about the other one. Okay. Um, then you are going, you can spend your intellect points, but you do have an edge of two, but because you are outside of, no, you're quickened. So, you, no, you are not, you are no longer bound. Plus you've adapted to this recur, this, well, it's not a recursion, it's earth. So you've adapted to this world, which means, um, yeah, you if you have an edge of two, correct? Yeah. Then you can do this without having to spend any intellect yep. points. Um, you focus for a moment. You can hear the conversations of your friends in the distance, and it becomes more and more distant. And you begin to hear like a low roar, almost like listening to the ocean in a seashell. From both of your ears, it kind of comes crashing in, and it begins to hum with this deep ambient tone that reverberates through your bones and your eyes roll into the back of your head and become filled if anyone were to look at you right now your eyes would turn jet black reflective as dark nebulous energy would begin to swirl with inside of them as you stretch your senses out beyond and this is unlike anything you've experienced before dahlia before in gravac you could simply close your eyes and get a quick vision as to where someone was reaching through time anomalies. Here, however, 
you can feel yourself reaching out through reality, pushing through these boundaries, these curtains of these laws that were spoken about before. You get a brief glimpse of the strange as you push your senses through all of it. What's unique about this experience, Dahlia, is you begin to realize your command of it. All of the questioning that they were having about whether or not this is the most realist world and the other one, you begin to realize that you're at a focal point to which all of the strange seems to be swirling around, like a center of the wheel kind of deal, where it seems like the dark energy network is kind of caught up in the current of psychic energy here on Earth. And for that brief second, you can see all of these strange nebulous clouds cloistered together. You can't see detail but you know that you're looking across a plane of recursions. Thousands of other realities, other civilizations, other worlds, other histories, other peoples that have their entire universes that are out there for you to see and if you wanted to, could be yours to explore. But then you see a small red star that you immediately focus in on. And you find yourself in a brief moment in Gravac, just as you left it. You see what looks like the interior of the Sati site as you've left it. You see wires hanging from a ceiling and sparks. You see hovering there with her hands in front of her. You see Data. And she is in the facility that you all left. However, she does not look anything like you now. And instead, she looks like she is in her original form as you saw before, which is this strange technological avatar. This being without a face, just sort of like a dark image where a face could be. And this super science looking plastic white exterior shell. That is articulated and segmented in areas where she can move and flex and operate. It seems to bend like it's almost living material. And you can hear her saying, Don't worry, I can be patient. Let's try again. Now, tell me more about this, Dr. Molina. And you hear this, <laughs> and then it just. And you're back. Oh dear, we have a problem. Another one? Theta knows who Dr. Molina is. Wait, you saw her? Mm -hmm. She's still in Gravac. Okay. We need to get back there sooner rather than later. That's a good pausing spot, too. Yay. Oh, jeez. So, we're going to go on our break. So, we will be back in 10 minutes, everybody. See you soon. Now, a quick message during the break. To help us continue producing shows like this, consider supporting Alt Haven on Ko-Fi. Your contributions keep the Haven alive. 
And if you're not already part of our vibrant community, join us on Discord. It's the best way to stay updated on upcoming shows and events. Welcome back, everybody, to Legacy of Silver Creek. We're going to jump back into our game tonight, <laughs> where we left off. Y'all had just gotten a vision. You just kind of gone on a vision quest and are reporting back to what you saw through your premonition. Um, lots of questions being raised, but you do know that at least it would appear that Theta is still in Gravec. And it appears that we should return there sooner rather than later. You're you're hours away from being able to return to Gravac, according to uh, Agent Manners. So, what would the party like to do in the meantime? Y'all want to further coordinate what you'd like to do, or what is the plan? Um, Ozzy. Yeah, that's me. I need you to do me a favor. Um. Okay. I, I know you don't like to talk too much about what you can do. Understandably. That's because it. it's not real and you're making stuff up, but yeah. So for the sake of playing pretend. Mm hmm Yeah. Would you mind trying to see if you can connect with Theta as well? Okay, sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a game. See, I think... Mm -hmm you're more powerful than she is. But what I need to know is how powerful she is first. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm like a level six powerful. What is she? Mm -hmm. Like a level eight powerful. Aussie. That's this my name. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't funny. I really need your help on this. And I'm telling you, you and I are different. Like, actually, though. I uh, see. I, I, I beg to differ because the conversation that, what's his name, Orega had mm -hmm. said that you had visions. Okay. Well, then who do you believe? A con man who entered our reality to steal our stuff or... I'm going to take a drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> or another con person who didn't tell us that they had a portal in their bag the entire time. I didn't think it did portals. If I thought it, it did to, to portals, be fair, we I would have just been making portals everywhere. I would, I would not have traveled. If you had known that it did portals and you didn't use it. You would have been so mad and you would have been right. Yeah. You would have been so mad. Yeah, we didn't know what it did until very recently, so. But at any rate, you also agreed in the conversation that you did have those visions. I don't recall, Your Honor. So if you could help me, that would be great. You could help the rest of this team and heck, maybe even our world. You could be a world saver. That was what I was already trying to do, and look how that worked out. But with my assistance, I think you'll have a better outcome. Okay. Um. I believe in you. I, I have faith in you. You could do this. Okay. Sure. Just try uh. to 
relax into it. Okay. Ozzy will uh, cross their legs, slide down the wall, pet Vern a couple times. Um, Ozzy, would it be okay if I held your hand on this one? Um, okay. She's gonna reach out and, like, kind of hold on to Ozzy and, like, give her a nice, give them a nice squeeze. Okay. <clears throat> you can do this. So, fun fact, I can't. Ah! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what one? Are you? so happy to drop that on all of us just now. Just bam! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> fun fact, I cannot... Plenty of Osteon types are also totally mundane, and Ozzy is. Ah, Sam! <laughs> uh, but, with my other not-holding hand, happy to press the button on the device and activate time tap for you. Because that's how they can do what they do. <laughs> <laughs> they just cheat. They just cheat. They're a cheater. They're a cheater. <sighs> All right. I'll be right back. Uh -huh. Out of here. <laughs> Don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> they were so queer. They were so queer with it. They were so queer um, with you. Time tap, which allows you to do what yeah. Exactly? Um. So, um, using an implant, fingerprint lock device, or other qu equipment unique to you, mm -hmm. you connect to the time anomaly that was uh, that's within immediate range and ask it one basic question about uh recent or current event, experience, or in this case, person. If you succeed, it'll give you a vision of the answer. The vision it provides is not always 100% correct or queer, clear, but it usually contains at least one piece of pertinent information. Uh, this is the ability that I used with Orega. Okay. And in, in that context, this device is not going to function as there is no time anomaly nearby. Um, yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, as you attempt to to use it, it does not have, it does not have the correct uh, parameters in which to actually tap into the ability to stretch your senses out to be able to view things. So as you focus on the device to activate it, as you know it, nothing happens. I don't know if it's working or not, but this Are looks you, pretty no, no, silly. No, 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 she's. They just, they just, they just need to concentrate. Yeah, I've never understood it either. And breathe out. Bless you. Did did that do it? Wait, oh, did did it happen? Did we miss it? Maybe, maybe. Are you satisfied now? No. Okay, no, no. I'm not cool or special. Just accept that you're the specialist, Dahlia. There's just something not working. Like, I don't... Joe leans into Zach and says, "Dahlia tried to take me on like a, like a vision quest is the wrong word that has different connotations. Once, like five years ago, I just had weird dreams for a week. You None should be able any... to do this. I don't understand. One time, Dahlia was really certain that a vision told them that a particular ingredient was needed, so I was sent into the swamp to get it for three days." Yeah. Was it needed? Oh. No, not at oh. all. So once upon a time, Dolly, <laughs> hear you. 
<laughs> I thought you were having a vision quest. <laughs> no, that is a different connotation. Different connotation. Okay. Not for I, this one. I'm stumped. Why? 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 Why can't? Because I suck. Because the best thing I ever did was go and steal something and drag my best friend from her home to try to save a world that apparently didn't even need saving. That's why. That's why I can't do anything. Are you happy, Dahlia? That's why. I don't. I'm, no, I'm not happy about that. I think you can do plenty. I just don't understand why this. I. I, I yoink my hand back. Question. Um. Mm -hmm. So, why did you steal the thing? Um, cause I thought, well, cause it's a it's a time travely device, and they were gonna get rid of it. And I mean, we all know about the rock, and I figured they didn't have the right to make that decision for everyone. I figured if maybe something could save all of us, I mean, you gotta do everything you possibly can, right? So yeah. I figured I'd just, I'd just grab it first and figure out what it was and how it worked and everything later. Yeah. But Wait, so you knew it was a time device? When I mean, I don't know how it works because I'm not a scientist, which is why I asked the best scientist I knew, and she didn't want to steal it because she makes better choices than I I do. didn't want to steal it because I didn't know anything about what you were talking about, and therefore I wouldn't have been very helpful. And also Look, I thought it was a pretty clear hypothetical at the time. Yes, but I need I need advice I need I need the evidence in front of me and you didn't have any of that and Well and then I had the evidence in front of me and And I bailed, yeah. I came back though. With stuff. So much stuff. Atticus bag is big. I could fit in that bag. Not that I'm that big, but because you're the best. I I'm 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 gonna just kinda quick arm. <laughs> yeah. If you hadn't stolen that item, we'd all be dead, and we wouldn't be aware that our recursion is in danger. I'd call that instincts. That's not nothing. And also, being the best or the worst isn't actually a testable. Uh, thing about so there's no way to know that and also it's just not true so shut up I only say true things thanks if we're gonna succeed at this I think we are going to have to do it together uh how serious are you about that? The only reason we have a fighting shot is because your instincts said to take something you didn't even know what it was, so. I'm pretty sure. What are the instincts saying now? Uh. 
Okay, I don't like that look. I will say that off the top. Yeah. Just making it known. Just making I, it known. I feel However, very uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. Continue. Okay. Continue. First thing, Clover. I need your help. We need to break into their system here at the estate. Can you do that? <laughs> Clover stands up and goes over to a panel. Um, free machine interface. <laughs> Let's do it. So, machine interface is the one that does uh, this. For one minute, you gain an asset on tasks to discern the level, function, and activation of technological devices that you touch. So, I'm going to touch <laughs> their computer console. So, so, you're basically going to start futzing around with the computer console to see what you can get access to? Mm -hmm. Right. Give me one second here. Because there's actually quite an extensive write-up on the defenses the estate has. Oh, defenses. Okay. <laughs> this could be fun. This could be fun. Uh, well, good. Not, you, you deserve a challenge. Y'all are, I was going to say, y'all are, are not without your abilities. Like, y'all are, are, no, <laughs> are no joke. But um, the estate does have defenses, so I'm gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, Joe would help if she if she was asked to because she is also computer systems is also her her bag, so I can try to give you an asset. Okay. Well, let's see what we're working with. Yeah, let's let me check this here real quick. Ah, uh, okay. I have a feeling you're gonna pull this off. <laughs> I, I like that. I've got a feeling. <laughs> it is worth noting too that um, no one this so far. This is going to be. I, th I think this might be the first roll of the game. <laughs> the game. <laughs> oh my god! Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, in my brain. I was like, has, have they spent story points? Yet? Oh no, because we yeah. haven't rolled. We've just yelled at you, each other for an hour and a half. I mean, we went through. Do you remember those, those episodes we had where we would reach the end of the session and be like, did we? I would oh, have yeah. a season without oh, rolling. Yeah, yeah we were like, did, yeah. did we roll any dice? Or? I love it. Yeah. It's my um, favorite. Rolling's okay. against Lacey's belief system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me just pull up. They only bit. roll, they only roll on wheels, not with dice. Right. Hey. I also want to say I need to play something where I can roll my new D100. <laughs> <laughs> you can take someone out with that. All right, I guess we're gonna jump into another. Let's see. What yeah, what RPGs Call of Cthulhu? Yeah, I was gonna say we should pull pull out Call of Cthulhu. Also, um, 100s. Only if I get to roll my big D6. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's big dice. Big dice. Right. It's um, actually green. Fun fact. Big dice. <laughs> but the green screen is dice. pulling its color. Eating it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, go ahead. And if you're going to hack into the estate's computer system, so two things to be aware of is right now, you guys, this entire time, you have not left the security building on the estate. Right. Everyone has been in the same facility this whole time. This is actually one of the most secure areas of the estate. So mm -hmm. you are going to be rolling against, in order to to gain access to the system and jump the code, you're going to need to, uh, oh, <laughs> silly me. I'm flipping through all my PDFs and I'm like, I deliberately set my screen aside. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to need to beat a challenge. This difficulty is going to be six to start with, hmm. which... Okay is an intimidating and very difficult and very achievable judging from what i've seen you all do very achievable difficulty number to hit see right now we're starting it off at difficulty six you need an 18 or better on a d20 to jump the code and hack into their systems okay i'd like to spend a story point 
Okay, Please. this story point is going to come from Shock22. Shock this is going to drop. Uh, thank you, Shock22, for the support of Streampunks. It's deeply appreciated. Um, that's going to drop the difficulty from six down to five. So you now need a 15 or better. Actually, they're called ox points. Ox I'm points. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> ox points, indeed. I need to get used to that. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Actually, um, you called it ox points. That's how I used to. When I had braces, I used to talk like that all the time. Uh, I also would like to use this asset from machine interface. Okay. So that's uh, up to four. Two. Okay. And then, funny enough, my skills are physics, electrical engineering, and recently took survival. Uh, so nothing there. Nothing. Yeah, that's not going to help you. Um, Your tech kit. Ah, thank you, tech kit. So it provides steps. an asset asset on all. Uh, let me read it. I'm gonna allow it. Asset on all tech tasks is what it is the description of it. Yeah, that. I'm is gonna there, allow it. So um, my my okay. brain was immediately like, yeah, but that's tech from a super science uh, recursion. But then I was like, yeah, but it's also a character asset. I'm gonna and and you're a quickened that translated through here through an opposite gate, which means it functions. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'll allow that as well. So that'll drop it from four down to three. So nine or better. Uh, that's I, yes. I'd like to spend a level of effort. Okay. So that's Ability. spending three points of intellect. Ox point. Tech. Minus edge. Uh, minus yep. your edge. So and one. We'll drop the difficulty down to two from six. Okay. Six or better. Well, um, if you want Joe as an assist, I don't know if, if we can have another. Uh, oh, no, you've already got two assets. Stack of effort if you want. Can't. Because we're tier two now. Yeah, right? All right, if you're uh -huh. tier two, you can oh, yeah, spend two levels of effort. I am, and that's what's my next move. So uh, real quick, just so you know, the first level of effort costs uh. you three. The second level of effort only costs you two. But ah. your, edge, your edge can only apply once. That's okay. That's what mm -hmm. I was thinking. Yeah. So it costs, but then it's free, right? Because I have two edge. If you have two edge, so, then the first spend costs you one point. And then right, the right. second spend will cost you an additional two. So for a total of three oh, points two. spent out of your intellect. So it's Got like, it. so if you're dropping oh. it by two, five total, your edge will eat however many of those. And like, yeah, it's, it's not the per first. spend, it's per like action. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Okay, mm -hmm. then yes, it is done. Okay, so then what'd you, what did you roll? Oh, I haven't rolled. <laughs> okay, so then if you spent an additional edge, so now the difficulty uh -huh. has dropped down to one. <laughs> okay, see now, watch. Add some clover. Don't though. mess me up, new dice. Mm -mm. They would never. Oh, yay. It's a 12. Okay. <laughs> I was like, here comes the <laughs> that one. <laughs> oh, this would be the time. After all of that. Um, <laughs> strangely enough, because the device that you use, Clover, the, 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 the great part about this is the analog nature of their technology is not that far removed from some of the jury rigging you've done to create a universal plugin for this tech device. Mm -hmm. Plugging it into the back of the computer, you managed to mm -hmm. find a USB port that seems to be compatible with your connection. You just click it mm -hmm. in. The computer beeps in an acknowledgement, and then it immediately pops up an alert that an unidentified device has been uh, detected and that security is going to be alerted. It takes you all a few seconds. Oddly gratifying pressing these physical mechanical keys that they have for keyboards um, you all hear the clattering sounds and 
oddly satisfying as you press down on these keys. A few seconds later, you jump the code and disarm the security in the system. A few moments later, it asks for a password. Seconds after that, you see a screen that simply welcomes you, Dr. Nami Watson. I turn dramatically to Ozzy. It is done. <laughs> then we need to find out everything we can on recursion 111804. Typey, typey, typey. Or maybe look around first and then say. Um, thankfully, thankfully, your access to this computer is not contingent on the doctor's security clearance because when you type in a, a search for that recursion, you see that it is considered one of the higher level recursions that is under uh, review right now and is considered, uh, it is in the shoals of earth and it does not look like it is listed as one of the the <clears throat> secret recursions, the way Gravac is. It doesn't look like it's, it is singled out. Mm. However, it is flagged because apparently it you, what you get from the flag that it is in what is a red folder, you see that it's apparently been flagged because of its connection to Theta. So it's currently kind of like flagged as a dangerous spot. But you draw it up. Um, as you draw up this recursion, you see images begin to appear in front of you. Some of these images look like they were probably reconnaissance images that were brought back from people who have visited the recursion. And you see hmm. all these informations pop up. You see... Um, some pretty spectacular images of the moon where a city is built on the surface and you see it labeled across it, it says luna one whoa and a bunch of data begins to pop up all over about luna one and like everything that is a highly advanced super science society um originally originally built as sort of a a, a it was meant to be a colony to the rest of what apparently is being referred to as the revel. You see that written across what context that means. You're not entirely sure, but you also see that it has um, more and more data coming up of like an entire society that is built here, as well as a Navy that has stationed here on one side. Um, but the other thing that catches your attention is apparently this entire city of people living on the moon inside this enclosed dome is ruled over by an AI named Anaximander. Hmm. <sighs> okay, this is really cool. <laughs> and I relay all of that back to you all. You see what looks like data files being brought up on a realm in which humanity lives in the solar system. And Earth apparently is quarantined, though it doesn't go into details as to why. Whoa. You see references to um, something called Space Force or Star Force. You see images of ships, naval capital ships that function in space, along with entire carrier groups that look like they host squadrons of fighter craft. You see um, cities that are labeled spires. And graphic comes up of that. You see what looks like a four kilometer long spire space station floating just outside of the uh, Goldilocks zone between Mercury and Earth. You see an entire civilization of humanity that has spread out as far as Venus. Even a city that is built in the clouds above 
the surface of Venus. It has a fully enclosed environment that protects everyone within. All of these readouts of political drama that's happening in this recursion, uh, possible threats to Earth, uh, possible allies to the estate. An Examander is listed as uh, aware and an, a viable ally to the estate and is apparently aware of uh, the strange. Is there any mention of uh, Theta? There is. Um, it, it is mentions that a rogue AI that used to be, it, it's not clear what the relationship was, but is somehow linked to an Examander has breached this recursion and has been up until recently, been, they've been unable to track it. They've been unable to discover where this AI has escaped from, but they do believe that this AI, this unit was responsible for political upheaval. And there is a flag underneath that says, might be quickened, might uh, a strong candidate for uh, disruption. And it drops the name possible agent of the betrayer. Hmm. Again, I'm kind of reading all this out loud so everyone hears it. The Betrayer? Did we know that that was the planet-eating thing's name? It's a pretty badass name. Betrayal requires trust. Yeah, is there another entity that is maybe local to this realm? To Oh yeah, to... Or did they used to be allies? Um, yeah, is there anything else on the betrayer? Any other? You can info? type in the betrayer. Type it, type it. Okay, you start making a search for the betrayer. <laughs> um, the betrayer. Um, when you <clears throat> type that in, it is flagged. It is an old file. You see it in one of the listings here, and it is going to require high-level security access. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, when you reach it, um, it says, uh, you note that your current security clearance does not authorize you and that your search is going to be logged. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Nami. Uh, can you... I keep watch while we're doing this? Sure. Yeah. Zach, <laughs> Do you just realize we're doing crimes. <laughs> kind of like looking back. Uh, this is all taking about 15 minutes. So you're just kind of like, <laughs> Hey, they wanted our help. This is our help, I guess. <laughs> um, so it's going to be another roll, and this is going to be a level seven check to try to get yeah. into this because you're getting into the you're getting into the top secret files here of the estate. Oh. oh, I'm definitely rolling on this, and I would love some assistance. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Clover turns to Ozzy and says, "Hey, uh, want to try to hack this security level thing?" I would love to. I, mean, sorry, I have no, just I mean... the thing. And then I turn to Joe. <laughs> Joe over to me. I have my Great. secret tech weapon. <laughs> not to cause problems. I think Joe is like dissociating a little bit at all of this. Like, Are you I think. Really, um, no, no, no. That's for health. Joe. Uh, she's like, okay, I've had some healing. So I'm not, I'm not too bad. Okay. Um, We're three hours in. We've had a long rest. We're mm -hmm. three hours from a 24-hour acclimation period. We've yeah, I still need my... I'm still at my... My next one is 10 hours. But, like, but like right. I'm... But if we've like, had ten, uh, 24 hours here to acclimate to mm -hmm. this Earth, by implication, then yeah, we'll have whatever. had a long rest for the reset. So she she's good, like, health-wise. I think this, like, 
very clearly all of this has been like too much for her to like hey she's gotten like vague grasps on some things that she can like apply other knowledge on top of to like gas have some grippies sort of a thing uh but this i think she's sitting there like blue screening about this like hey here's i think it's like there's another one there's another one like she's been told there were other ones but now she's been giving information about another one not like yeah not just that yeah. but you see there are video clips there is yeah. pictures of people in their in their attire having like dinner outside of what looks like this great domed building that looks out onto the sky where you can see the stars i mean they're literally on the moon you're just looking at an entire civilization i think this is too much for her like i think <laughs> that like like right away when she was gonna like she could help off the top like yeah she'll give an asset whatever but she hasn't seen anything whatever okay all right i've, I've sort of got a grasp on what's happened up until now yes a computer i can understand a computer and then this computer just showed her so much shit that does not make sense <laughs> okay so so She's i struggling I... I'll I'll say I have just the thing, look to Joe, and then I'll double take <laughs> and realize what's up and turn back to Clover. Give me give me just a just a minute. Um, Joe, you've got that look on your face like when we found out about DNA back when we were 10. Yeah, but like DNA makes sense now. And it didn't it's... then. That's very rational. Okay. Um, talk to me. Tell me empirically what you are experiencing. Too much, I think, would be the... No, no, that's a value judgment. Too much is yeah. value judgment. How empirical. else do you... What do you how else do you value like judge... How else do you judge another world? And there's more. I have to, if we have to go to them, I have to accept that they're real and that this is all possible somehow. Yeah. And I will, I am, I think I'm reaching the point where I am, I am coming to the ledge of I will never understand how it works. I don't think that this, I don't think that I can rationalize this. I think it's going to exist outside of me and not that, that that things don't already exist outside of me but this is going to exist outside of me in a much bigger way and i ozzy i think i really want to go home okay we're gonna get you home that's that's what we're gonna do we're gonna get you home and then you're gonna chew on this and then look these yokels need your scientific mind because they're clearly not approaching this rigorously so we go home, you chew on it, you accept it, you internalize it, you, you expand your metaphysics to meet the metaphysics you met. Doesn't have to be now. Now it's just what's in front of us. No judgment, just data gathering, just experience. The data is space. I have that is that is a little bit hung up on that part currently. That the data is space, and that there is the moon, and there is that's that's the moon. That's the but it's not our moon. And they're they live there. We always knew this was possible for quantum stuff. Yeah, but like not. It's not weird. Of, quantum stuff so weird. Quantum stuff so weird, right? Yeah, I don't and, like it. And you know, there the 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 quirks, right? Quirks. 
the quirks. They're like top and bottom and I don't know, left or right or something. And they were charm. And you know the last one? Strange. It's just strange. I'll, uh, if, if it seems like a thing, I'll just like run the hand over the hair real quick. Don't need to understand it all right now. Don't have to. It's understand just a story. It. It's just a story. For now. For now, it can be a story. It and someday it'll be science. It can just be a story. Oh, jeez. Once upon a time, there was an Aussie. And more importantly, there was a Joe. The bravest person I know. Oh, I miss my lab. <laughs> okay. I can help with the computer thing. Okay. I can help with the computer thing. I'll just, I'll I don't just wanna, rub your back I don't a little go, bit. Yeah, as we're moving up to the computer, I don't want to go to space. You don't have 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 to go to space. And she puts it in front of the computer and I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how are you helping exactly? There's, there's a single oh. keyboard and there is a single plugin and there's a single person in front of the of this so um, how, how do you see your character helping here so if we're looking at c c code stuff is that kind of what i like we're trying to get back behind like clearance stuff is that I mean, sort essentially of the... essentially uh, it, it is uh, for lack of a better way of understanding this uh hacking into this through the security and trying to break the code okay I have a specialization in computer systems. So okay. like I think Joe is just very familiar with like yeah. that kind of This is going to be rudimentary for you. You're going to be like Yes, oh, I, I think she can she can direct at the very least be like okay, like take the pictures of the moon away. <laughs> show me the show me show me the passwords are cracking. I can help you there. So I think she can direct. Have Easy suggestion. Enough. Yeah, because it actually seems like you should do this role and I should I mean, can we consider the fact that I've gotten this far in asset to assist a hacking role from no. Joe? No, this is you are you are breaking into a whole new level of security by okay. accessing something pretty deep into the files here. But so, I still feel like Joe should probably take the lead on this. I mean, yeah, Joe could totally you could totally take the lead on this. Um, and I'll even let Joe use your assets that you've got plugged into the machine as it is right now. So that much I would allow for sure. But there's not really a way for two people to work in tandem and assisting each other on this. Right. Yeah. Um, what if, well, so this is a novel computer system. Computer systems as such a thing that, that, um, that Joe's very familiar with. Um, may I use, um, since it's a novel system, learning something new as my skill to use encouragement i i can uh oh. i can uh, uh uh modify the difficulty of a task one step using... for something i have proficiency in oh that's right because you are uh you are essentially a speaker yeah. so you can use yeah. you can use encouragement to literally enhance somebody else's role and i've just i've just been so it feels yeah. yes okay. i would allow that 100 percent. that's you using what your character is built for so mm, yeah trying trying <laughs> so yes, Moving if you were willing to do that. Offering comfort, assisting on that level. Okay. I'm not magical like Dahlia, but you know, I talk good. 
that that whole that whole like talk talk down from the from the full <laughs> full freak out probably would probably be the that, that, that was the hope. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and Okay. Okay, so we are at so it starts at seven, you said. Uh, it starts at difficulty seven, seven. so that's twenty one or seven. better. Okay. So we're gonna get the yep. encouragement from Ozzy, the asset from what Clover has set up. That's gonna drop from six to a five. Might hurt her five. Um, I am specialized so in computer be, systems. Well, it's a specialty, so I believe that's two. Yeah. So that's gonna two. drop to three. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. I would an like ox to spend point. An ox will point. drop it. Um. Thank you so much, Rogan Twenty Seven. An ox point is going to drop it down to two. And All I would right, like to so spend my free level is one. <laughs> Hyper-competent, badass computer manipulation here. You need three or better. Here we go. I just need to not... Just don't look at the moon. Don't think about the moon. Moon's haunted. Don't worry about well, it. None of that imagery is up it. right now on the screen anyway. So you're good. Yeah. Huh. yeah, exactly. Exactly. We got rid of that. We, just have, we just have hand on the back. We just have code. <laughs> it's a five. <laughs> <laughs> wow which means if you hadn't done all of that you absolutely would have failed yep. that role yep okay well i threw in slowly compartmentalizing um that's pretty amazing okay so uh one second here as i'm pulling up some of that because now i've got to dig into the now that you've made the role i've got to dig into the data here uh, so <laughs> Uh, you stay okay. So hold on. Uh, okay. Let's see. Is that correct? Okay. Um, the betrayer. That's what you're focused on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> so, what immediately gets loaded is a bunch of files and images that show normal people. You see a group outside of a college. Um, you see this, what looks like this, uh, it must be some sort of like concrete barrier that has a plaque on it with a bunch of young, like 20 somethings with smarmy, expressions on their face and just kicking back and you see the letters ucla written across the front of it um and the picture looks somewhat older for our speak it looks like it was taken in the early-ish mid 90s um and you see a couple of people just kind of leaning back uh it's it's a group of dudes like uh, it's a typical group of like computer nerds from the 90s these dudes are just kind of lined up across there's one woman there who looks very familiar. Oh, you're getting the bell. She is. Um, she's got a smile on her face. She's wearing what looks like just a normal T-shirt that has the words Nirvana written across the front of it, and she has a uh, looks like a, a flannel that's tied around her waist. She's just kind of leaning up against it with this big kind of smile. She resembles a young woman who is probably tired of being surrounded by testosterone, and she's just kind of sitting there, just giving the camera this look, like "Give me a fucking break." It is absolutely, undoubtedly, it is 100% Catherine J. Manners in this picture. And from the looks of it, she looks like she is in her early to mid-20s from the looks of it. 
um, standing next to her, it has a couple of labels of other people whose names they don't you don't recognize. But in red, one of them, normal looking dude who also has this kind of smile on his face and big wide glasses. He kind of looks like a young Bill Gates style kind of person in the 90s with a big, but he is like a big tuft of hair. Um, and it has written underneath them, um, Jason Cole. Um, underneath Jason Cole, you see a couple other files pop up. Jason Cole, a.k.a. The Betrayer. Um, they love the dramatics here, huh? Betrayer is the name that is given to him by the recursion that he is currently trapped in. And it goes into a list. Uh, it goes into an explanation. You're seeing all these things pop up, including a history of the foundation of the estate. Along with some pretty, some name drops that don't seem very familiar. But with regards to Cole, what you read here, it's very difficult for your minds to understand what it is that some of this is saying. But what you read is that apparently at some point in the mid-90s, a bunch of college students, which you take it to be some kind of educational institution, uh, were attempting to create something of an interactive, massive multiplayer online video game. And they were using quantum computing technology, which is unique to this world and had never been used before. And they had achieved some level of success because it allowed them to tap into a quantum network of energy by accident. And underneath it, it lists this as the very first time the Earth was ever connected to the strange. And in that moment, it attracted the attention of a planetivore, which immediately attempted to use their gateway to enter Earth. Thinking fast, one of these one of these individuals who simply referred to as the maker decided to load a program in place of this loading area that they were in and create what would be Earth's first known incursion, a world called Ardian. A-R-D-E-Y-N. Ardian. The more you read, you discover that Ardian was meant to be an MMO world. A fantasy world. And what ended up happening is all of these kids got sucked into this MMO world and translated over into it as their bodies here on Earth died inside of their virtual reality systems. Uh, it was, it's annotated underneath it that somehow the maker managed to find his way back into the real world and translate back into this world in a completely new body. According to his statements, he then rushed into the computer science lab where they accidentally opened up the strange and he proceeded to kill himself and all of his companions' bodies in order to stop them from being vessels of the planetivores, who you are just now learning have the ability to inhabit and infect people through some kind of absorption that can somehow like reach through and use their body as a vessel to enter into the world. And then managed to find his way back into this world of Arden to rescue his friends. The Betrayer, however, this Jason Cole took on the name The Betrayer because he assumed the role 
It gets a little off the rails here as you continue reading out loud. Apparently, this Jason Cole, now inserted into the world of Ardian with the rest of everybody else, took on the role of the incarnation of war. He translated into this world and using his abilities to manipulate reality and his desire to get back to Earth, it just goes downhill from there. He's called the betrayer because it shows later that this maker, who was one of the original people that discovered this, who saved the world, apparently, by creating Arden and stopping the planetivore from getting into Earth. It goes into vague detail. But apparently, the, this Jason Cole turned against everybody else and tried to use his abilities and use the strange to essentially make his way back to Earth with the intention of becoming a planetivore. Becoming something that could become beyond and devour and conquer and destroy and rule over everything um he attempted apparently on multiple occasions to do just that and it's theorized that some of the people that were lost might still be in aridin but aridin apparently is a recursion and is one of the closest recursions to earth and that there are multiple agents right now still inside who have translated over from the estate who are constantly like secret agents in a medieval society that is fantasy-based are living there, keeping an eye out to make sure the betrayer never finds a way into uh, back to Earth. And in fact, it seems to indicate that the estate has multiple agents undercover in different realities all over Earth to make sure that the betrayer or any other planet of order, the planet of war or somebody who is attempting to access the estate fails. You are looking at essentially what would appear to be uh, not that Joe would understand the reference, but essentially a uh, a super secret agent society of reality jumpers that are trying to save the Earth. And this betrayer apparently is one of the greatest threats that they've had because he is one of the originals that discovered the strange. And in Ardian, apparently lives as a god who is trying to get his who's trying to make his way back. Once you finish reading the file, it kind of takes a second to let that all settle. Can I say I was reading it over her shoulder? I assume I assume yeah. you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Clover's also like Are we sure that this isn't just like the weirdest dream? Yeah, uh no not sure yeah okay i turn to the others and i say this just got weirder a lot weirder um <laughs> where did where to even start i i don't know um it also with that access by the way you have an entire database of recursions that are apparently on file Sideload them to your stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say, can we snag some copies? Uh, copy to what exactly? It's not like this data is is necessarily compatible, but you could try to. It's like not exactly the oh, operating system that y'all are using. Right. Oh, okay, <laughs> you might not be able to open it later. Yeah, yeah that you could sense. pop it open here, but you wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to, taking it with you. Would probably require I mean, you stealing a USB. I mean, or would the would the data translate? Like, if our devices translate to make sense here. With uh, the data on them? Uh, 
Possibly. Only, oh, it's testable. It's testable. Joe, download something. <laughs> We're going to test it later. Yeah. Going to test it later. It's testable. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, I had a suggestion if we wanted to try something. Uh, I'm actually going to hand uh, the drone and the phone over to Ozzy. Uh, you are good with... Um, you, you have a time thing. Maybe you can siphon enough juice to get this working long enough for them to put the data in. Um, I, I can't, you know what? There is a first time for all experiences. No one was born knowing how to use a solar chainsaw. Wait, I have a follow-up question. Were you born knowing how to use a solar chainsaw? Because if any tiny baby could. But yeah, no. That's a long way of saying yes. I, I started training at six. The thing is, none of us truly know what we can or can't do. We have the ability to alter reality. We just haven't figured out how to do it yet. So. Speak for yourself. Everything we do alters our reality. I was going to say time. that's that's just that's just that's the nature of living. I'm sorry to okay. tell you this. So, what do I got to do? Okay. Well, um, I don't know. You start from the exact same place I'm in, um, but uh, I, I didn't would... get the instruction. I'll, 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 I have I do have that learn new things, so I can. <laughs> We've seen that. that we we've seen that you've been able to make your device work from our recursion. So maybe you can make my device work. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like, I would like to give this a try. What do you, okay. So what specifically are you attempting to do? My suggestion was, we, we were, the question was, where were we going to sideload the data? I was going to say, if we could just get this thing on enough to receive the data, maybe so, that work. Yeah, so, so um, Paka has finite storage uh, in order just, if, well, if nothing else, than to have uh, the onboard firmware, the flight nav systems, mm -hmm. sure, all the things sure. that makes Paka go. Okay. Uh, so... I would try to figure out how to load uh, that info onto Paka, because then that's because then that is a Gravac friendly format, a um, GFF, if you will. Uh, yeah. I mean, it you, is pronounced GIF. You would oh, get out. <laughs> You are say that. I'll see from this reality. <laughs> it's not um, all right. So you would need some, you would need a way to interlink those two devices. You would need some way of connecting those two devices. Uh, do I see a port on Paka? So are we dealing with something that is wire inherently wireless or inherently wired? Um, you don't see an inherent, you do not see a port, no. Okay. It is wireless by its nature, which of course 
does not preclude that it can't be connected somehow. No, wireless just means uh, that there's an, an antenna um, um, inside I, of the pocket. Yes. I, I will say this, though. Um, mm -hmm. I want, if I could, I would love Dahlia to make me an intellect-based check here. And the difficulty of this is going to be three. Intellect, you say? Mm-hmm. As these two are working through trying to get this data up on this device. <laughs> That's a 10. Okay. As they're having this discussion and going back and forth, Dahlia... Let you tell me how this makes you feel. But you start staring at this computer, and for whatever reason, maybe it's because of the information you've been given. Maybe it's because of the fact that your reality has kind of been turned upside down. Maybe it's because you've learned some pretty incredible things about yourself lately. But as your eyes focus on this computer, you begin to realize you can do this. All you need to do is touch the computer. How you know this is a little chilling and maybe validates a little bit of what has been said recently about Theta. And it does kind of call into question how that's possible. But every fiber of your being tells you that if it's data that they need, you can just take it. So I think that manifests in Dahlia in the sense that she's overwhelmed with what she's hearing from everybody. And she just tries to like quiet her mind and just walks up to the computer. And she's just going to put her hand on the screen and try to see if she can extrapolate from there. As your fingertips touch the screen, those of you who are right next to the computer, actually everyone really who's close to the computer, you see the screen flicker a little bit. And you see some of the data, some of the windows that have kind of popped open of these different recursions begin to flicker and flutter across the screen real quick. And as this happens, you see it all in your mind. You see all the information popping through. You guys can see the screen where her fingers are touching begins to emit this sort of soft gentle blue glow in her fingertips. And a few moments later, as you withdraw the hand and look at your hand for a second, all of that information, you see recursions in your head. You can see like the files. Essentially, you, you know things. It's, uh, it's a I know Kung Fu moment for you because you just kind of, you know what recursions are talking about. You have an idea of what the keys would be to get to them. You also have an understanding of how difficult it is to translate into some of them. But there's about 60 recursions in your head right now that you are aware of at this point. Some of, many of them don't have names, just numbers. A few of them have names. So Dahlia kind of like opens her eyes again and she starts to kind of regurgitate the fact that we're at a focal point in the recursion. I'm going to call it universe right now. We're the nuclei at this point. There are about 60 other recursions around in the area. Um, I, I can I can see where they're all at and how to get there. 
even the ones that you were talking about, the, that that primary one. Those are. Are you okay? Oh, better than okay. I, I, I could I can see every I can see everything that's going on here. I can fully realize what this all means. I also realize it's gonna be really hard to get home. Do, do you know how you did what you just did? What do you mean? I just touched the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, okay, hold on. Why are you guys looking at me like I'm the weird one? You guys all just typed in a whole bunch of, like, clickety-clack things and a whole bunch of information popped up? Yeah, notice how there was typing involved? Yeah. Can I yeah. get one of these, by the way? These are really cool. I like this. What are the, the, the letters, the, the letter buttons are kind of cool. Not the point. I'm going to touch the screen again to see if it does it again. <laughs> what are you trying to do when you touch it again? Um, I'm going to try to get more information on one of the reoccurrences. Like, yeah, one of the reoccurrences. On, on a reoccurrence? Like, roll, yeah, um, uh, roll 2d10. Do I have a D10 around me? Hold on one second. D10s. You said D10s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, typically you don't have to roll 2D10 in Cypher system, but it is uh, it is a good D10 is in the in the dice. I got an eight and a two. <laughs> okay, so you find two recursions then that you just immediately pull up. Uh, one of them is called gloaming. Um, this recursion apparently is a level four recursion, and the laws that it's written under, you see as the file pops up on the screen, magic. Um, it goes into an explanation uh, that 45, it's an estimated that 45% of the population it has what is called the spark, which is they are sentient and aware of the supernatural or the strange. The rest of the population are, are classified as shadows, which means they are manifestations of dream or they are manifestations of uh, the laws of the recursion itself. Think of them as like extras in a movie. They are completely unaware that they are in a pocket universe or that anything is unusual. And they follow what Spark seems to, what Spark seems to suggest is these people are understanding of the fact that they don't necessarily need to follow a routine and that something is kind of off. Uh, think of Neo when he was waking up to the Matrix. That's kind of what a spark is. Whereas everybody else is kind of just going about their business and fulfilling their roles in society kind of deal. Um, mm -hmm. The way it goes into a description of gloaming, which is the nickname for it, is it very much looks like a typical uh, world. It looks like it looks very similar to this one, uh, but then it's according to this: when the sun set, the world becomes rife with dangers such as vampires and werewolves. To what those are, you have no idea, but apparently, uh, it goes into a description of the dangers of being out in the evening in this particular world. And the other one, no joke, and I'm not kidding. The other recursion that you have rolled that is brought up is Oz. 
It references a level five magical recursion of a land that apparently is based off of some kind of very popular novel. It was discovered about 15 years ago and is apparently filled with things like flying monkeys, witches, and talking scarecrows. And as you're looking at this, you're kind of craning your head because you can see images and references to productions. What they appear to be like some kind of entertainment uh, comparisons being drawn left and right to the different pocket realities uh, that is Oz and a, an interpretation of Oz and then an original book of which, by the way, the first time you've seen one that wasn't being held by a butterfly, a paperbacked, like hardcovered book rather of, and it says Oz written across it. I want to go to that world as the player, by the way. <laughs> um, as as what's, what's hilarious is in the Strange Core book, it speaks about how the fictional worlds of humanity are in fact live pocket realities outside in the, in the dark network of Strange. And it says, yes, this means you can go to, and it says redacted wars. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, um, so I... I imagine that Dahlia, I'm going to pull a page out of the minority report where, you know, they're like, doop -doop -doop -doop, like in space, like moving things. So it, I feel like Dahlia is kind of doing that, like on the screen, even though it's mm -hmm. kind of like taking place in her head. Yeah, it is. It's all it's all being manipulated where you see Dahlia's rapid eye movement, the way a dreamer might be experiencing it. Uh, You're watching the reactions of this data coming up on the screen as she's touched it. Uh, so there's um, something about silver slippers. Um, or maybe they were red. I like I, I can't tell. But in witches and lions that are scared, but they talk. So these animals, by the way, would be referenced in the historical data files of Sati. So anybody who has had any kind of connection or or grew up in inside the central city you guys would know exactly what she was talking about joe knows joe has the like it goes from this reverie to like oh god what okay what about shoes what about what about creatures that can talk what about hold on a second like oh, like, wait, like oh my god inanimate oh. objects can talk too and okay hold on there's there's another place that have people bite your neck and take out blood mm. What? I mean, you're okay, seeing. Okay, we might be getting a little, a little outside the scope of inquiry here, and just everything in my heart wants to like ears. Poor Joe. <laughs> 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 she yep. was like, she just took, she took blood from the, my arm. What, what does the neck have to do with anything? Their technology is not very advanced. Maybe, here. maybe, maybe they needed like jocular eyes. Just a, a, a quick, quick sidebar, just above the table. Because you'll be tickled by this, but no joke. In the Strange Core book, the Necronomicon is an artifact of a recursion. <laughs> what is, what do we need to roll to land it? I need to understand <laughs> everything. Everyone, I'm I'm telling you this mostly because I'm I'm trying to give you the tools so you understand that your characters are seeing everything. everything. Like all all of the all of the different realities that could exist from this world branched out to the many others. Y'all are seeing this popping up on the screen and Dahlia is getting a snapshot of a lot of them. Pull my hand away from the screen again. Okay. All right. So I can do a thing. I can do that. Can Why are you, you talking the wall, about though? the Wizard of Oz? 
The Wizard of what? It's a book. Uh, what do you, what, what? Oh. One of my, yeah. One, I think I read that one, I think the first year we were in the lab together, but I, I try, I, it, people aren't quite as interested in, in commuter um, stories as I am generally, so it's fine. But that's one of those was de those a stack of a stack of things you said were definitely from a commuter book. Huh. Well, it's a real world out there. I don't like that. I don't like that. I, I don't. Ozzy, can I go home now? Everyone Please. make an intellect check. <laughs> <laughs> this is for perception. Like so if you can hear things or if you're good at perceiving things, do I oh, have I to be have give an accent because I was looking up? Yes. Yeah, I, will give, I will absolutely give you an asset because you were on lookout. Yeah. All right. I don't have my dino. That helps me with uh, Actually, you know what? But that is a solid point. Not everyone. Just Zach is making a perception. <gasps> yeah. All right then. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Lift. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the difficulty is five. You get an asset, so it immediately drops down to four. I like to use a store, uh, ox point. <laughs> An ox point. All right. Um, um, all right. So thank you so much, Breeks. We really appreciate it. As always, thank you so much for your tremendous amount of support for the stream punks. That's going to drop the difficulty from four down to three. All right, Breeks. Huh. Like with the name, like Breeks, I'm feeling more confident. Um, mm. We're going to use two, we're going to use the, that effort. Okay. Twice. Um, okay. So three, two, one. So then uh, spend that, spend them intellect points then. That's All five right. points from the intellect pool. Five Ooh. points, and it's your edge. Uh, I ain't got no intellect edge, so my intellect is at a solid 33, baby! Okay, difficulty <laughs> three, make your roll. Let's see. Huh. All right, 16. Okay. Um, I also want to point out that because we've been so enraptured by the narrative tonight and role play, I have yet to throw in a single GM intrusion at you. Now, it is worth noting... But in Cypher system, GM intrusions are important, not only because they allow me to throw curveballs, but because they award you experience points. So with that in mind, I'm going to go ahead and just bookmark this, but I'm going to give everyone a single experience point tonight for not using a single GM intrusion so that no one's robbed of that. Now, that being said, having rolled, um, Zach, as you're on lookout, you glanced away for just a moment and looked back just in time to see what looks like something moving between the the uh the doors you can see someone is coming down the corridor towards you guys you cannot hear them but they are approaching the door we have incoming this is all he says you get okay. the warning from zach then we don't have much time look some of us are good are gonna go home but i'm going to theta's world i want to find out why the heck She's so motivated against us and hopefully get something that'll help us figure out what's going on with our rock. Anyone who wants to come with me is welcome. But I think while, while this is happening, I'm shutting down the computer. I'm like clearing mm -hmm. out the computer and shutting it down. <laughs> and I'm unplugging the our device from it. Uh, like just really quickly to answer, he's, he's gonna go. I'll go with you, but he's keep, keeping his eyes on the incoming. Um, we we they're can't about go. to walk through the doors. We can't go. Like, yeah, I'm. Yeah, do I, do you want us to roll to shut down the computer in time, or? Uh, no, you can. You can just literally pull the plug on it if you wanted to. Like, 
However well, you want. I do like the idea that uh, Joe's trying to do a proper clean shutdown. Yes, and she's trying. Uh, of course she is. One of just rips the cord. Of course <laughs> she is. <laughs> that okay. is faster. We can't. We can't go. We have to go home. We can't go somewhere else. Um, I pull Zach aside, real quick. I um, can you stay with me? I think we have a bigger threat than going to Theta's world. <clears throat> Ozzy. Yeah. I will help you as soon as I can, but I have to stay with Dahlia for some time first. You have about two seconds before somebody walks through the door as you're talking. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, the doors are going to open at that point. Yep, yeah, yeah. They open not all the way. They're just slightly pushed open. And sliding between them and closing them behind them, turning around, Orega smiles at everyone <laughs> and says, you're not leaving without me, are you? Uh. That is where we are stopping. <laughs> I hate this man. So I'm so excited. I love this man. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's going to leave us as he creeps into the door. Um, that's going to be a good bookmark for tonight. We'll pick this back up next Monday night. As always, thank you so much, Ox Crew, for your continued support of the Stream Punks that lets these stories uh, be possible. Um, there is going to be more story coming up, so stay tuned. Um, thank you again for the story points tonight. We will see you again next week in The Strange. As we wrap up today's thrilling recording on Predation, remember that you can catch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST. Explore our diverse podcast library, from the $2 creature feature to pest control and beyond. Dive into our rich archive, featuring everything from the eerie mysteries of ghosts and werewolves to the epic adventures of Star Trek and superheroes. Your continued support fuels Althaven's journey, so please consider supporting us on Ko-Fi to help create more shows like this. Join our lively Discord community to stay updated on upcoming Haven events. Until next time, keep exploring, keep listening, and keep the Haven spirit alive. Thank you for being a cherished part of Althaven.